0: we hello hello welcome to my channel my name is emmy from emmy evolving if this is your first time joining me thank you for finding me this is not your first time thank you for coming back so how's everyone doing on this lovely first day of the year i'm feeling spicy and attitudey but not (laughs) kind of but not not all the way it's not full spice yet so, I'm going to be doing a reading for Pisces, Sun, Moon, Rising, and Venus. Also, for your cross watchers, also for those of us who find ourselves on this channel, without any Pisces in anything, you're probably an empath. You're probably needing messages from your soul. So, guys, it's the start of 2022. It's a whole lot of twos. Two is a number of guidance. Guidance to what? Guidance to where? guidance about what we're about to find out we're about to find out let me get some cards ready okay okay so it's the first day of the year and we have to set our intention on how exactly we want to we want to experience this year we have to find the cajones we have to find the cajonis to be brave enough to chase after whatever we need to chase after. Okay? I don't know what that is, but it feels appropriate saying it. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to chase after, but it feels appropriate for me to kind of, like, encourage you to chase something. Okay? To chase something. Something, something. Let me just get cards. I'm starting to get nervous. Um, well, no, it's it's not nervous. Um, it's like an increase in energy. The energy has been like fluctuating all day. A lot of emotions have been kind of like popping up. I know these emotions are not mine. I feel like so many people are experiencing shifts and whatnot. And uh, it might be the collective whole. It might be maybe someone specific. I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but we're going to see. All right, so we have this, that, and this. Okay, and um, what deck? Let's do this one. We're going to start it with this, okay? Oh, my God, I just threw them. Did you guys see that? I just totally threw it at myself. Hold up. Let me hold up. Okay. There. That was crazy. Okay. Put this down before I hurt myself. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Right off the bat. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. We are ungrounded. Okay. We're not grounded right now we need to make sure that we take a moment to really anchor ourselves into our life again okay now oftentimes people will use um oftentimes people will use the new year to start uh, a new way of living a new this a new that make sure whatever you start is going to be something that is anchored in reality as well as potentiality okay um, oh, no, I hope you're okay, Angela. I'm very sorry to hear about your loss. I'm very sorry. Oh, no. Um, rebirth. There's a lot of rebirth that's going to occur. Now, you can't be reborn if you don't first have that spiritual um, transition into a new life, Right. You have to first allow to end what is currently happening in order for something new to take its rightful place. And this is about closing chapters or maybe even the whole book, right? Closing that book, putting it away, getting out a new book, maybe a book that is a journal, Maybe instead of just reading other people's stories and sitting on the sideline, this is the year that you are going to get your pen out and start writing a new story for yourself, not just the next chapter of your life, but the full-on next book, okay? Um, Alchemist. Now, for many of us, we go through a lot of things, right? We go through a lot of things that often will deplete us. These are the things that will cause us to feel as though um, our insecurities are accurate, that um, that we really aren't worth the trouble, we're not worth the time, we're not this, we're not that. How about instead of existing with that type of mindset where it's the um, depleted, um lacking type of mindset where you feel like you lack uh let's shift that what are you have you taken the time to really assess what you are right now and I'm not talking about the negative things about you News flash: all of us have negative things about us all of us have negative things that we have um attitude different parts of our character. Uh, maybe maybe we don't like change and because we don't like change, we avoid and we don't allow ourselves to grow. And you know there, there's just this endless li- list of things that we might not like about ourselves or that we think other people don't like about us. We're well aware of what's on that list. We don't even need to explore that list at all. What we're not aware of is the parts of us that are valuable the parts of us that make us irreplaceable. And you're you're irreplaceable. You know that, right? You add something to someone else's life in such a way that no one else can do that. Now, you might not know this person yet. You might not have crossed paths yet. Or maybe you guys haven't talked for a while. And now you guys are being prepared to talk to each other again who knows? Allow yourself to remain as open as you possibly can because we don't really know what's happening. We don't really know what direction our soul will lead us to, lead us towards. If you don't know, why will you try and control, right? What if you think I'm supposed to make a right turn, but in reality, you're supposed to go straight And if you are hell-bent on that right turn, you're probably going to complicate your journey. But that doesn't mean you're never going to find your way. It doesn't mean you're forever lost, okay? So let's exit or at least take a few steps back from our commitment to living in fear, living through triggering, living through um, avoidance. Let's take a few steps back from that. And as we take a few steps back, let's really assess why we went down that way in the first place. And when you can do that for yourself, take a good look at, you know, what's really going on here? Um, You tend to empower yourself. There's a high tendency that you will begin to recognize who you actually are, uh, how far you've come in your journey, how much more you have to go, not like you're lagging not like you're late not like you're messing up more like okay let me just finish this part so i can get to the next part homeland foundation Ooh, that movement okay Mm, so for some of us we've decided to really really commit to the moving away of something maybe it's literal moving away maybe we actually left a physical location. Maybe mentally we've checked out from a situation that has just been draining us, stressing us out for no real good reason outside of because we have allowed it. Um, But this tells me you're rebuilding something for yourself. You're rebuilding that solid foundation Okay, you're discovering the parts of you that you probably still need to explore. And this is not to say that you've had a horrible life thus far and that you should be upset or miserable or anything like that. This is to say you are now being prepared to understand how much more you deserve than what you've just been settling for. Many Pisceans and empaths, we end up settling for things because we don't want to be an issue for other people. We don't want to be difficult. We've been conditioned to believe that everything's our fault, even if it's not, even if you weren't even involved, it's your fault. Because I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It's your fault. I'm sure all of us can relate to this. And a lot of things that have occurred, we've tried really, really hard to not make things difficult for people. And we're always made to feel as though we didn't try hard enough, as though we're the issue. Yes, for some situations, we are the issue. For other situations, we volunteer to take ownership of the issue, therefore making us the issue, okay? This is a beautiful time for all of us to begin assessing where our level of toxicity actually is not just using the lens of spirituality as we know it to be right now but really looking through the glasses of soul allowing soul to be the very thing that we use to view our lives it's okay for you to still have toxic traits that's okay. You're not being asked or expected to be perfect. And anyone that asks, demands, or expects perfection from you is so far from perfect that they have no right to even expect anything like that from you. Okay. We all still have some type of toxic trait now, it's not enough to acknowledge what that toxic trait is. It's time to get to the root of why it exists in the first place and to allow ourselves the time and the space to begin healing the wounds that these toxic traits have burrowed into, like really burrow in there and cause um, festering of that wound, okay? Okay. So this is calling us out. You know, we allowed a lot of imbalance to occur. Um, Maybe we were aware. Maybe we weren't aware. Regardless, now that you are aware, time to correct it, okay? It can be something inside you. It could be something inside you because of the situation outside of you or people outside of you. We're all going to have different things going on and we need to take the time for ourselves to assess ourselves, okay? Ooh, that passion is upside down. So this is carrying over from 2021. The tail end of 2021 challenged so many of us. Oh, I feel someone. I feel someone. It's such a viscerally felt pain. Um, This is carrying over from 2021, the last half. I think it started in the summer and it intensified through the fall. And it came and reached a fever pitch. And that fever pitch caused a fracturing that was irreparable. And... um, I think there's a lot of disappointment, a lot of grief, like sadness, that if we don't begin to acknowledge that it exists and that it exists because something either was done to us or we experience something painful, um, it stands a very real chance of becoming anger. Anger is unrecognized grief or sadness. Sometimes all our inner child really wants is for us to acknowledge him or her. Just to know that you know that they have a need. This is a beautiful time of year to begin that commitment to your healing. Healing yourself doesn't have to happen in a week, a month, a year. There's no time frame. There's no specific amount of time that you're supposed to take in that process of healing yourself. However, even though there's no specific time frame, you still need to make a decision to commit to that process. And with that commitment, you can begin the process, okay? Some people think that you can begin the process just by choosing to begin. That's how you set yourself up for a sense of failure. First, fear of failure. Secondly, the solidification of eventual failure. Now, I don't believe in failure. I believe failure is nothing more than a concept to help us understand that we are in the process of learning a different way to do something. That's how I see failure. I don't believe that you can fail at anything in life. I believe that sometimes you'll attempt things, projects, opportunities that are not aligned with where you're supposed to go and those will not be allowed to continue all the way through to fruition. Does that mean it's a failure? No, it's a redirection. And that's it. You know, it's a redirection. Autumn was upside down. So remember I was saying uh sometime in summer <clears throat> so okay first and foremost when we plow the fields like this it's usually like um uh, springtime that looks more like end of summertime where a lot of the things have been already um harvested and they're kind of like preparing the field to just be dormant right there's a lack of balance that occurred and that lack of balance caused an upside down passion, uh, throughout autumn. And that's what got very much, um, festered. Um, it's something that maybe became more infected, more, um, it's not fully necrotic where the flesh is rotting and you can't salvage it. Like you have to just excise it. No, this is something that, that could have been salvaged. It's maybe a relationship, partnership, something. It could have been salvaged. But it was allowed to get so bad that it finally became this thing of, no, it's not getting salvaged. It's something that, you know, neither wants to do their part. And so that's that. It was a power issue. Are you going to carry this through into the new year, this power issue? Is it you that was struggling not to control someone else? Or was it you struggling with a person trying to control you? I think for the most part, kind of like in general terms, um, typically when people try and control others, it's more common for them to have no problem with that. It's more common for the controlling person to not be willing or able to take accountability for their behavior. I don't know if that's you. I mean, I'm going to leave you to decide whether it was you that had the control issues or not. Okay. If you're going to carry it through, your, your spring is going to be upside down as well. And maybe this is more of a message that you, you just need time to process um, whatever happened at the end of 2021. You need to look at yourself in the mirror. You need to allow your shadow aspects to be seen, to be acknowledged. Most of your power comes or hides in your shadow. Uh, What is the shadow aspect? First and foremost, that is the part of you where all these components of your character, integrity, whatever it is, that's where it gets hidden away if society tells you you're not allowed to be that. That's your shadow self. The part of you that makes you such a um, neurodivergent, powerful being, society tends to not like that. Especially if, if you're an adult right now, um, for many of the adults, society was not willing or able or ready to give you the, uh, the freedom to exist, to have the authority over your life. They, for so many generations, needed us to play specific roles and do specific things and you know, stay in our specific lanes because that's how we're supposed to live as more of these new children have been born and the young adults who are, you know, some of the first waves of the new children, they really pave the path for everyone everyone else who follows behind. First it was the indigos, then it was the crystals and the rainbows, diamond rays, double diamond sun, double diamond emerald sun, like there's so many new waves of children. And with each new wave, a new height of potentiality is being presented. There's no reason you have to continue to live the same life that has made you so unhappy. Now, this is not the kind of channel that's like toxic positivity. I mean, we're not just going to set an intention, get some pictures, put it on a board. and No, those are wonderful things to get you started. You're going to need both your hands, your eyes, your ears, your mind to be able to put together these components that your soul is asking you to put together. You want that life with the people who love you and, you know, that dream life? You have to build it before they come. You have to build it first and then they will come. That's what you're tasked with. Building the foundation of the new life. Let me find it. Here. Foundation. Right? Foundation. You have to build that foundation. You have to allow yourself to find the courage within yourself. You just have to. If you're not willing to, then... I mean, you can you can go ahead and convince yourself that if you will it into being, then it will happen. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I don't think manifestation works that way. Um, maybe in cases that are kind of exceptions to the rule, it can work that way for the most part. If you don't put the effort into it, if you don't get out of your own way, it's not going to happen it's going to be something that will completely disappoint you you know how badly do you want a new life however badly you want a new life that's how important it is to you years ago when i was displaced with my family aka homeless (laughs) um I distinctly remember, you know, for the first couple of weeks, I was like perfectly fine with it. I was like, it'll work out. It's no big deal. We're perfectly safe. The kids are fine. Um, Yes, we're stranded in a parking lot, but also, yes, there's no way they're going to miss any meals and we're perfectly safe. And then after a few weeks, uh, more like a few months, (laughs) if we're going to really be honest, uh, it became this thing of like, um maybe this isn't so okay. Maybe I'm going to have to do something to kind of facilitate the bringing to fruition a solution. How badly did I want that? I didn't really want it that badly because we literally had been fine the whole time. And then one day I came to a realization of something. And that realization is the very thing that caused me to understand I need to do more in order for this to be what it needs to be, which is what? That moment where our life changes. Not because it's a bad life, but because it's time for us to enter into a new life, a different type of life. How bad did I want it? Bad enough to not let anything stop me. Did I have to use anyone? Did I have to betray anyone? Did I have to stomp on anyone? No. How did I know I wanted it that bad? If I wasn't willing to take it at someone else's detriment, did I really not want it? No. No. Nope. Has nothing to do with that. I wanted it so badly, that change. And I know I wanted that change so badly because I literally would not stop example i bought one dollar solar lights they're garden lights summertime they're only a dollar at walmart during the day because we had no electric we're in an rv but we had no electric during the day i would charge it in the parking lot and at night i would build selenite swords With these tiny little tea lights that are solar powered. I literally would be in the pitch black darkness of my RV. Putting together beads and stuff. To make swords. Selenite swords. How badly do you want that change? And let me remind you. I didn't want that change that badly because life was miserable. I was still perfectly happy, really, truly, genuinely. As long as I'm with my family, I'm perfectly fine wherever you put me. Anyone who knows me in real life knows this. It doesn't matter where we are. We can be in a huge house, we can be in a small house, we can be in a parking lot. It really doesn't matter. I'm very satisfied with life if I'm with my family. What drove me. To not stop until we achieve the kind of change we deserve is because I realize just because I'm content with this does not mean this is all we deserve. My journey has been about learning how to receive, not just receive when people give to me, but receive what is rightfully mine, what I have rightfully worked so hard for. How many of you have done this? Where you work so hard only to give it all away because how dare you be properly receiving what is rightfully yours? How dare you? No, not how dare you. If you're going to say the how dare you stuff, You better follow it with the proper words. What do I mean by this? The only proper how dare you is, how dare you not allow creation to provide for you what it rightfully wants to give you? How dare you refuse to accept the love, support, opportunity, all of that, that is rightfully yours? what is rightfully yours is not taken from someone else. It's something that's given to you and received by you when you are mature enough to receive it. I wasn't ready to receive that, not because I didn't deserve it yet. It was because I wasn't mature enough emotionally, mentally, spiritually, energetically, socially, Oh my goodness, the amount of maturing that occurred as I was baking in the heat of that sun in that parking lot. Beautiful, beautiful experience. To this day, my kids still talk about that every once in a while. To this day, they don't refer to it as, remember when we were homeless and stuck? No, and we did not teach them this. To this day, even my youngest refers to it as, remember our RV adventures? He just brought it up like a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. He brought it up right before we were heading to bed. And he said, remember our RV adventures? I was like, yeah, I remember. Did you like that? And he said, yeah, it was fine. It was so peaceful. That's how my children saw it. There was no sense of depletion there was no sense of poverty. And it wasn't because we were hiding things from them. I mean, you can't hide that. There's no electric, there's no water, there's no nothing. You're literally stuck in a parking lot. But the way they perceived it, it wasn't that we were stuck, not at all. It was that we were traveling together and having adventures together and it was fun It was peaceful, and it was amazing. Our perception is what will dictate the way we receive the experiences. You're going to experience something, you're going to experience it. When your life brings you experiences, the way you view it is the way you will feel it. Now, I'm pretty sure if I had viewed that as something horrible, the children would have felt that, and that's how they would have experienced it. I don't know how it could be horrible when, you know, I loved it. <laughs> they had limited electronic device use because there's no electric. And in order for them to have that electronic device charged, we would have to play at the park for several hours. They got to be children living their life in the sun, charging their biological batteries. How free is that? If the area doesn't feel good, we go to a different area. So peaceful, so peaceful. And it's not just me trying to convince myself it was a good thing. It's me looking back and remembering the life that I've lived. It's less than perfect in the eyes of society. But I don't see it from the eyes of society. I see it with a clarity of soul. If I could have that type of beautiful existence with bare minimum, imagine what I could do. When I allow myself to receive, imagine what you could do if you allowed yourself to receive. This is not about me trying to say, we're going to be rich this year. Let's be rich. This is about me reminding you, you are a lover, you are a giver, you are a nurturer. Imagine if you didn't have to worry about the bare minimum. Imagine how much more you could give, love, and nurture the people you already want to, even with your limited resources. Oh my gosh, how much change will occur this year when we finally stop wasting our energy on the rat race? What's the rat race? When we try and beat the other rats to get more cheese, more of that cheddar, I'm done with that. Whatever I work for is what I will have. And if I need more to help more people, I need to work more. I need to work harder and more efficiently. I need to allow myself to receive what is rightfully earned by me, either through my birth or through my hard work as an adult. I no longer have to exist in this apologetic state where I have to continue to overpay because I exist. I'm not the only one that does that. If you join me regularly it's because I resonate with you. And if we share that resonance, I can confidently say it's because we're probably very similar people with very similar mindsets and very similar bleeding hearts. It's okay to have a bleeding heart. It's not okay to bleed all over everyone. It's not okay to allow that heart to bleed to the degree that the people who count on you are at risk of losing you. Figuratively, literally, I mean, who knows? But when you've become so depleted, which is what happened at the end of 2021, when you become that depleted, you're at very real risk of losing who you actually are. Sometimes we have to go through that in order to realize that wasn't ever really us. That wasn't ever really who we are. So this is the year we're going to go through whatever we're going to go through to discover the truths for ourselves. These are truths you're going to live through. Now, I love when you guys join me for readings. My readings were never intended to tell you advance events. Okay? My readings are to serve as confirmation for what your soul is already telling you. That's what it's for. I'm sure your souls have already been telling you this year is going to be different. Why? Because you're going to choose to make it different. This is the time where you choose. The reality is this. It's the first month of the f- the first day of the first month, right? It's just a day. <laughs> it's just a day. It really is. Uh, that's how I see it. Last night wasn't like this big, oh my gosh, it's a new... No, it's another night that comes before another day, which is a precursor to another day after it and another day after that and so on and so forth. It's just another day. This is something that we can choose to do today, tomorrow, next week, next month. It's gonna be hard to choose to do this though so long as you continue to participate in this mindset of, Uh, You're not allowed to receive because you don't want to be selfish. Why is that selfish, by the way? I never quite understood why I feel that I'm being selfish by simply receiving, not taking, but simply receiving what's being given to me by creation itself. I don't know what's selfish about that. Maybe one day I'll understand, but tonight I don't understand. Ooh, lady goddess, feminine. We all have that masculine and feminine aspect inside ourselves. This might be the period of your journey where you allow the mama bear in you to begin loving on you, protecting you, providing for you. Something amazing changed in me since that 1221 portal. I'm now okay receiving. I'm now okay taking ownership of more than just my toxicity. If I can own all of my actions and decisions and the negativity attached with those things, gosh darn tootin'. I better begin owning all the beautiful things as well. All the beautiful ways in which I affect other people. All the beautiful things that other people tell me about me. I'm not afraid to receive anymore. Receive what? Whatever soul wants to hand to me. I'm open. If it's a new friend, if it's a kind word, if it's a harsh word, if it's an opportunity to be triggered and not react the same way that I usually react, all of it is a gift. And I'm going to be a gracious recipient of all the gifts of life. I ask you to join me there. Allowing yourself to receive what's rightfully yours. Whether they're lessons or blessings or... Blessings are blessings. Blessings and lessons and blessings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just really being fully in that process, not intellectualizing the process, not trying to spiritualize the process, but just being in that, marinating in that, and allowing all those juices and flavors of soul to soak all the way through to your core, so you could live a flavorful life. One with lots of like, ooh, yummies, oh my gosh. (laughs) We're entering winter, right? Watchtower of the North, winter. This is the perfect time This is the perfect time to work on yourself, work on your own. Ritual invocation in reverse. This is telling me this is not a group project. This is a solo mission, okay? Um, uh, This is a solo mission. We have to make sure we allow ourselves to go through whatever processes that will shift the way we see. Okay, let's see. Card number 37, transitions. You have all of the inner resources you need to cross whatever bridges arise on your path. That's beautiful, but that's limited. That's beautiful, but it's limited. Because it says um, you have all the inner resources you need to cross whatever bridges are on your path. Um, maybe you can fly. Maybe you can also swim. Maybe you can burrow and tunnel. There's not one way for you to reach where you're going. You just have to be open to experiencing it in a different way. You don't always have to use the bridges. You don't always have to stay on the path. Sometimes you discover the most beautiful things when you leave that beaten path. I remember one time I was at a national forest with a couple of my really good friends and um, we were hiking. And then my kids pointed out that really good friends have disappeared. They were worried that they got lost. And I was like, no, I'm sure they're fine. I'm very sure they're fine. And when we saw them later on, they were like, there's some amazing stuff down there. And I was like, see, they're fine. Do you simply want to see what everyone else has seen? Where this path has been traveled for so long, there's no more life capable of growing there. Because that's what a path is. It's become so compacted. Things no longer grow on that path. That's why you can see the path. I've said this before and I'll say it again. The truth of your spiritual path is a wilderness. You're the first one to travel it. So for you to say you've lost your way, you're no longer on your path, that's a total lie. It's a lie that you've been told. You've been programmed to believe that the only path you are to take is behind the person who sounds like they know where they're going. You know, it's kind of not that. The truth of your spiritual path is that it's a wilderness, a limitless potentiality of the direction and the speed with which you will travel through that wilderness When you go through a wilderness, because I've gone dry camping in absolute wilderness many times. The truth of that experience, trying to get from point A to point B is just like, then what's the point? You might as well live in a city. But allowing yourself to kind of just mosey on along And discover things and I'm totally the kind of person I don't know if you guys are like this but I'm totally like this you can't take me somewhere in the wilderness and not have me be like oh look at that oh my god look at that and just taking pictures of the randomest things seriously you put me and my kids in a wilderness by the time we get to wherever it is we're supposed to go we have rocks in our pockets and a whole bunch of sticks. (laughs) I don't know why we do this, but it's amazing, it's fun. And then I get to spend time later on looking at every little thing. It's a very beautiful, beautiful existence, being able to explore your environment in that way. What if this is an analogy for all the pebbles that you pick up because they're interesting Those are all the people you'll come across. Some of them, they're interesting for a moment, but when you take the time to really look at it and really assess it, uh, whatever special quality you thought it had when you first picked it up and carried it with you, it's no longer there. And you kind of wonder, why did I pick this up? And then you just let it go. You leave it where it is. You don't have to vilify it. You don't have to attack it. You don't have to accuse it of what? Tricking you? These are the people in our lives. When it's time to let it go, you let that pebble go. But the ones that make you feel something, that stir energy within you whenever you look at it, you don't even know what rock it is. What's the value to it? Is there a dollar value or is it valuable because it stirs your energy and your feelings? Those people, those pebbles, we hold on to them for a while. And that's okay. I have some pebbles that I've held on to for a very long time. I have this huge hagstone. <laughs> we went to the beach a few years back. And I don't know if you know what a hagstone is. It's like a rock with like a perfectly drilled hole. It's not drilled. Um, It's some, I think like a a sea snail or something like that. It ends up burrowing in it and it it creates a hole all the way through sometimes. And I found one and it was huge. It's probably like 10 pounds, 15 pounds. And I carried it with me through the beach. And this was not a sandy beach line. It was all rocks and stuff. So I'm climbing rocks with like a 10 or 15 pound. (laughs) And I had to tie my sweatpants really tight around the waist because they kept falling off because I had so many other rocks in my pockets. Typical Piscean empath, we carry so many people with us, oblivious of the weight. Oblivious of how much we're carrying so unnecessarily, you know? To me, it was worth it. My husband, he he sees me doing that. He's like, what are you doing? Put some back. You can't bring all of that. And I'm like, yes, I can. And he'll tell me, I won't carry that. That's fine. I'm not asking you to, (laughs) I'll carry all of it. And then you give me time and I look at it and I'm just like, why did I even pick this up? What did I see in this? It's like a lot of people, a lot of people that I come across, I'm learning not to put all of you in my pockets because you deserve to be free on that beach being washed by the ocean, being warmed by the sun. Some of you will come home with me and will be cherished by me for a very long time. Most will have our time together on the beach and I must respect and love you enough to leave you where you belong, where you can be bathed by the ocean and warmed by the sun. It's okay to love people in that way where you can come visit them here and there and not have to take ownership of them. Card number 23, broken dreams. Only you can accept or reject your dreams. A dream was broken. That reflection, the person that you thought was a reflection of you, it's been shattered you're realizing this nest egg that you've been trying to build with them, uh, friendship, business, partnership, relationship, it's been broken. It's been shattered. You can never look at them the same again. You know? You can never look at them the same again. Once something happens, especially in a romantic relationship, if you don't possess the ability or willingness to move forward from it and build a new relationship, a new type of connection, you're going to hurt your own feelings and break your own heart. Once a relationship goes through something profound, it can never return back to what it was before that experience it just can't it can't i'm very sorry it's not to say that you can't work it out and stay together some people are able to some people are able to grow beyond not forget but create something new that allows for that difficult experience to be integrated into the foundation and further stabilize the foundation from which you will build something bigger. But you have to be honest with yourself if that's what you have or not. Are you committed to a potentiality that's not guaranteed? Are you committed to that because you saw the potential And now, like, we have to do it until we reach that potential because I saw it already. Well, the most difficult thing about being a precog or a prophetess or whatever you want to call it. If you see a future event, it's based on the current trajectory of that manifested destiny. You change one component, the trajectory is shifted. You change two components, it's further shifted. The more components change, the further away you get from hitting that actual mark. Here's the most frustrating part. If you change a mindset, all bets are off. If you change that mindset, all bets are literally off. For example, if you allow yourself to think one thing, it's probably going to take you all the way, right? It's probably going to take you all the way to this or that. Now if you change your mind what's going to happen? We no longer know. Say you have plans for dinner. They're not solid but they're plans. Uh, You guys want to go to the Brazilian steakhouse, right? Yes. Brazilian steakhouse. Yum. And then suddenly you see something that ooh I don't want no meat (laughs) I just saw an article about the meat And oh Brazilian steakhouse tastes yum But I don't want any kind of meat You're no longer going to that Brazilian steakhouse Where are you going to go? We don't know yet We don't know how that shift in perception Is going to solidify We just don't know we don't know. Do you need to know? Do you want to know? I think the most the most powerful shift in my life was when I finally stopped trying to control. Stop trying to know and pre-plan and plan for contingencies and follow more strings and plan for those and those and those and those and those and those until it was a tangled mess of yarn. Now it's like, all right, let's do something. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you feel like doing? You want to blah, blah, blah? Yeah, let's do that. beautiful you can ask my husband (laughs) we never have plans if we're gonna go travel somewhere we usually decide that morning unless it's like a pre-planned you know something important uh run an errand yada yada you know uh because when we travel we have to cross multiple states we always no matter where we travel it's usually crossing state lines Uh, no we don't like, <laughs> it's not this thing of, all right, so in three weeks, we can squeeze in this, this, and this. No, I still have a full schedule. I have a full schedule. Um, As long as I got we fee at this time, this time, and this time, and this time, and this time during the day, we going. If that's where we're supposed to be, that's where we're going. Is that where we're supposed to be? Because there's no because that's where our heart took us. It's a beautiful thing. It requires you trusting your soul's ability to provide. Typically, if we're gonna go to a different state, we won't look for a place to stay until we're well on the road. It's usually super late at night by the time I'm like, oh, I didn't find anywhere yet. Let me go look, let me go look. And then what happens? we find an amazing little spot to stay at and it becomes a beautiful experience. Card number 43, inner life. Your inner life is a garden to be cultivated. What if these trips are, are within you? What if you're being encouraged to travel through your heart's forest, not just the garden anymore? Let's really make this the year where we expand our perception of what our internal and external limitations are. Let's like really expand it. So many beautiful things have happened. Throughout my entire life. It's been difficult. It's been very challenging. But so many beautiful things. And the most beautiful things were things that were never planned. I've never planned any of our children. We've never planned to have any of the children. They're always very unexpected. (laughs) Beautiful surprises. Beautiful. What are limitations? The stumbling blocks that other people tell you are in front of you. But are they really? They are if you believe it. And if you don't, then there's nothing there. That's what limitations are. Um, There was, hold on. I'm so sad and I don't want to be. I want to receive and I own my mistakes, but I feel so blocked. Feeling blocked and being blocked are two different things. Feeling blocked and actually being blocked are two different things. Limitations are what we believe, you know? Limitations are absolutely what we believe in. What do you believe in? you better say yourself. You better say you believe in yourself. Card number 15, distorted desire. Conscious desire rarely satifi- satisfies the unconscious need driving it. Oh, that is powerful. Woo. Conscious desire rarely satisfies the unconscious need driving it. Are you trying to connect with someone on a conscious level based on a subconscious need for a connection with someone completely different? Bada bing, bada boom. What? Bada bing, bada boom. Damn. (laughs) It's making that spice factor amp up. I'm just saying. Bada bing, bada boom. Boom. okay Uh, card number 40 inner integration there is peace equilibrium and fulfillment in integrating the inner wild with a taming and tempering effect life has on us you can be wild you can be free and you can also be self contained within this life and journey that you're on it's okay if you're messy It's okay if you're living chaos. What's not okay is not properly appreciating, acknowledging, accepting, all these things that you are. The things that made me the most unhappy for so long was trying to be something that I'm not. And what was that? A Stepford soul. I don't fit into nice, neat little boxes. I just don't. There's no box created big enough to contain me. And I don't say that out of ego. I say that out of a realization and acceptance that I was never meant to fit in a box. Neither are you. How do I know this? People who fit nicely in boxes and are content to stay in those very limited, very confined boxes, they don't resonate with me. They think I'm full of shit. <laughs> hey, shit is what grows the plants. <laughs> I got no problem with whatever people think of me. You know why? It's not because I don't give a, an F, it's because I determine my own worth. And then I decide whether you are allowed to share space with me and agree or disagree with the worth that I've determined for myself. (sighs) Box wrecker. I realize I didn't even come in a box. There's no box to wreck. There's no box to wreck for me. Do you guys come in boxes? There's no box to wreck. That need to wreck a box. I don't know. I don't know what you need to do. Card number 31 intention, lacking personal direction begets confusion and life as a pawn to someone else's game of chess. Speaking of boxes, All the pawns have to stay in their square. A square is a one-dimensional box. (laughs) I'm just saying. Lacking personal direction begets confusion. Here's the thing, though. If we're talking about personal direction and the reality of your spiritual path as a wilderness, any direction you choose is right, is correct, is appropriate. You'll come across people this year, because everyone's spiritual now, right? You'll come across people this year who will look at what you've done with yourself and look for ways in which to convince you that you were wrong, that you chose a wrong thing. Are you going to listen to them? Your path is a wilderness that no one has traveled before. Why do you think these people know what they're talking about if your path is a wilderness that no one has traveled before? The more they need you to agree with them, the more they try to convince you of something. To me personally, that's the more I'm being given confirmation that you have no idea what you're talking about and I should steer very, very far clear away from you. That's how I live my life now. And some might say, well, Emmy, but you tell all of us what to do. No, I share with you what I think, what I've lived through. My perceptions based on what I've experienced. And then I free you to decide how to use that. You can disregard it, which that's perfectly fine with me. You never had to take it in. Or... You can see how it applies to your life and your journey, or you can just store it away for a later time. Maybe it's too much to process right now. Maybe it's something that just triggers you because of other events that you've lived through. That's a valid reaction to what I say and and me as a person. That's valid. We don't have to agree for you to be valid to me, we just have to be mutually respectful right? We can disagree in a mutually respectful way. Now, when someone keeps telling you, um, yeah, no. When they keep trying to convince you how wrong you are about your perceptions about your life. (laughs) No. Just because they sound convincing doesn't mean you allow yourself to be convinced. But, I mean, I mean, how could they be wrong? They sound so accurate. They sound so like convinced. All liars, the good ones, they're convincing you because it's not the truth. If it's the truth, you don't have to be convinced. You hear it and you feel the truth that emanates from what you are witnessing. Have I ever had to try and convince you guys of anything? Or have I only ever simply shared and like, you believe me or you don't, is perfectly fine with me. Have you ever heard me try and convince you like, oh no, no, Michael does talk to me. No, he looks like he, um the paintings. He don't look like that. <laughs> he can, but he don't look like that always. No. Am I trying to convince you guys that Marlene talks to me? I'm just like, I don't even know if you're a real woman. I'm kidding. She's like, I was joking about that. But I don't need to convince you guys of anything. What I experience is what I experience. And you're either going to resonate with that and accept it as something authentic or you're not. I'm never going to try and convince you of anything because I'm never going to talk about anything as though it's truth unless I live through it. I can have opinions on things I've never experienced, but I mean, I don't really feel like that carries any weight. Why? Because I've never experienced it. I don't care if I've read it in a book. That's not the same as experiencing it. It's just not. When was the last time you heard me talk about something I didn't experience for myself? I don't know if I ever have. I don't know if I've ever spoken passionately and in depth about something that I simply read about in a book or seen in a movie and never, ever experienced. How could you be so set in your positioning over a subject matter or experience that you've never personally experienced? I can't actually hate you because everyone else is telling me what they've experienced because of you until I experience it from you. Some would say that's a dumb way to live. Others would say that's full of integrity. Is one more accurate than the other? I kind of agree with both, to be honest. I agree with both sentiments. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle of that. And it's okay to be in the middle of things like that. Card number 27, renewal, regeneration begins with decay. Whatever it was, it is no longer. Even it still carries the same shape and form. Once it begins to decay from the inside, by the time you see the decay on the outside, it's too late. Have you ever tried to salvage fruit that's soft? By the time that decay shows on the outside, it's been spread through the inside pretty far. That tells me that for some, whatever connections existed had begun decaying for a while already from the inside a contaminant was allowed to enter. This seed of dissension was allowed to enter. It was not spoken about. It was not addressed. And in that addressing and speaking about these seeds, you have the opportunity to extract them. It was hidden away. So it had since early summer, late spring of last year, to rot even if it still can look the same on the outside you know and i know it's rotten to its core now it's too late but in that decay you are freeing up space to grow new things you know and and then you'll have the people who just can't let go of things, which, you know, if that's how you are, that's how you are. Uh, And it's this thing of, you can hold on to that jack-o'-lantern all you want, but the moment it starts to mold, it's going to start to mold all the way. You're not going to stop that. It's in the process of decay. And they'll be like, oh, well, you just toss everything away. Yeah, I would toss that jack-o'-lantern into the compost. It can be recycled. Oh, you're just going to let it rot. Yeah, that's part of the harvesting of the nutritious portion of it. So it can be reincorporated into my soil and benefit the things that are still living the things that still have the opportunity to bear the fruit that will feed the souls that come to my garden of life. Everything in my life has a purpose, and it's not that I use people. It's that I understand that not everything is meant to stay with me forever, and I don't have to be broken and bitter about the jack-o'-lantern going through its cycle. Instead, I can accept it and honor that and use that as part of my growth, not at the detriment of the jack-o'-lantern because that was always going to happen to the jack-o'-lantern. Whether you cut into it or not, it was always going to happen eventually. And here's the thing, you know, speaking on that analogy of jack-o'-lanterns, sometimes when we don't adorn things, when we don't try and shape the people in our life into what aesthetic we want them to be it has a potentiality of lasting much longer because really if you look at a jack o lantern how do we do how do we make them we have to cut into the pumpkin right as soon as you cut into the pumpkin and carve it you have to first scrape out all the seeds clean it out completely and then you put your awesome design and then the rotting process is accelerated. Sometimes this is what happens when we make jack-o'-lanterns out of the people of our lives. It's a novelty. It's this flash in the pan for one night, couple weeks, and then we wonder why it doesn't last. And we can be like, but I didn't parade them around. The purpose of a jack-o'-lantern is for decoration. You use them as an accessory to add to your street value. Like decoration. We can't use people in that way. We just can't. Not with any beneficial you no, know, <laughs> that's that's never going to end good. It's just not Card number 32, eternal gatekeeper. Acknowledge, assert, and protect what is right for you. Acknowledge, assert, and protect what is right for you. What is right for you? Do you know? Excuse me. What are you gatekeeping? I don't know. For me, personally, this feels like I am gatekeeping entry into my auric field, into my auric kingdom. Does she look hateful? No, she looks unbothered. She looks very much unbothered. She looks like uh, she's at a point where, you know, she's just doing her thing. She's just doing her thing. When you're just doing your thing and minding your own business and protecting your space, what is wrong with that? Because there will be people who will try and convince you that that's wrong. You're excluding people. Honey, not everyone deserves the honor of being in your presence. I say that with all seriousness. Baby cakes. Not everyone deserves the honor of being in your presence that's just the reality just like you don't always deserve the honor of being in someone else's presence you have to pick and choose who you will give entry to and if you're just going to allow anyone in this year is going to be a repeat of last year if you are going to continue with the same behavioral patterns thought patterns processing, perception. You are guaranteed to repeat the same thing as last year and further dampen your spirits even more. But I mean, I tried, I tried everything you said and none of it worked. It's still the same thing. But did you change the way you see things? Well, how am I going to change the way I see things if it's still the same thing? Well, maybe it's the same thing because of You seeing it as the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm totally serious. I'm totally serious. If you continue to see a situation as nothing but the same thing, it will continue to be the same thing. I'm not talking about lying to yourself. I'm talking about viewing it from a different perspective. If you see an event this year from a different perspective, you can then begin to understand it from a different point of view, where you can begin to possibly see what your soul is trying to teach you using the same type of situation. It's all about your growth. It boils down to how will you choose to grow? How are you going to choose to grow? Are you going to choose to grow yourself with compassion? That doesn't mean you're going to have zero pain. It just means when you feel the pain, you're going to tend to yourself more than when you don't show yourself compassion, right? And when you tend to that pain, you don't hurt as badly. I saw this video last night. Early stages of trench foot. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh trench foot. Uh, he was out in the field, he didn't bring his socks. Oh lord. And I'm like reading in the comments because I've never been out in the field like that. I'm just like, "Oh no." And everyone who is familiar with these types of drills and and feel whatever, um they're all like, "Ah, you you didn't bring your socks." Because apparently they all know the moment you start to feel like squishy, boggy feet, you stop what you're doing. You change your socks. That's how you protect your feet. Oh, man. That's a form of self-compassion. <laughs> Making sure, like, you take care of it. Tr- yeah, Transfer, from what I was reading, it's like it takes months and it's painful. It looks so bad. I was like, oh, hell no. How do you leave it like that? Like if it feels uncomfortable, you got to change that. It's the same thing with life. If someone continues to make you feel very like bogged down and and, and just like soggy, you got to change that. If you talk to them, if you communicate with them, and they understand your need, and they don't care. And this is, you can tell this through their behaviors. If they change what they're doing, that usually means they weren't aware that it had that effect on you. And now that they're aware, they love and respect you, so they're not going to do that. But if you tell them and they just keep doing it, That's like spiritual trench foot. I'm just saying. Card number 13, false beliefs. Once the untruths that we believe about ourselves are illuminated, so are the ways we can realize the false limitations they confine us to. ooh we. I got to share something from a post that I saw. I got to share this. Um, Un momento por favor. Okay, so this, this really irked me. Not the person, but the post itself. Um, So it's just like this meme with words. So you think you're humble. Wait until universe instructs you to serve someone who has hurt you. Bless someone who has betrayed you. And mentor to the very people who have salted your name. Are you humble enough? Everyone wants a table in the presence of their enemies, but what happens when the universe places them at your table? So you think you're humble. What? What in the hot, holy, spiritual, bypassing WTF did you say? I still can't wrap my mind around it. So you think you're humble, wait until universe instructs you. I'm gonna just put it on the screen. (laughs) I'm gonna just have to put it on the screen. Y'all need to help me figure this out real quick. Let's have a discussion. (sighs) Dear sweet baby Jesus, take the wheel. Take the wheel. One second. (laughs) Un momento por favor. Un momento por favor. We just, we need this for a moment. Give me a second. Oops. It got me stressed out. It got me so stressed out. So you think you're humble. Wait until the universe instructs you serve someone who has hurt you. Bless someone who has betrayed you. And mentor to the very people who have salted your name. Are you humble enough? What does that even have to do with humbleness? Everyone wants a table in the presence of their enemies. But what happens when the universe places them at your table? I don't want a table in the presence of my enemies. Are you kidding me? Like to me, I read this and it's it's almost like this very convoluted thing of like, you're a bad person if you can't play this role of a junior Messiah and give to the very people who already took. <laughs> For me, this has a lot to do with, M. what have you learned? What have you learned? Have you learned how to love yourself yet? Have you learned to sit at a table by yourself in an empty room and still be okay with consuming your meal? The very sustenance creator gives you. Part of the lessons that I've learned is when to say no, when to close the door, when to allow myself to move forward, when to love myself enough. And here, this too. Hey, Nancy, if you're my enemy, you can't sit at my table. I don't have enemies. That's why I don't understand that whole post. It's not the person that posted. It's the post itself. Everyone wants a table in the presence of their enemies? And that's supposed to be spiritual? A spiritual lesson in hum... What? I don't have enemies. I don't wanna be positioned so that people can see me and and this lavish table with all this food that I'm gonna keep for myself or just have select people eat from. That's not how my heart functions. If I have a table, it's going to be a buffet. I'm not going to sit at the table. I'm going to make a little plate. I'm going to just be somewhere in the room. Everybody, come on. Food's ready. Come on, everybody. Come eat. The concepts that we live with... I don't know. I don't know. And does that mean that I need to be vengeful just because someone did something bad to me? No, my perception I need to just be aware you have that capacity. You acted upon that capacity. Nothing is stopping you from doing that again with me. I need to not be around you because I don't have the capacity to create a boundary and enforce it with you. I've taught myself through my observation of my behaviors with you that I'm incapable of that with you. So let me not be around you anymore. And this is the year this is the year where you need to enter into that place of being where all of that spiritual stuff its not, that's not even spiritual. What do you need to learn for yourself? What are the lessons that you need to focus on this year? What hurt you so much last year that you will use this year to now heal from? And in that process of healing, you're actually giving yourself the time and the space and the opportunity to digest the lessons you were nibbling on last year. Yeah, I think they are confusing forgiveness and being humble and self-love and boundaries and and, and all of that. <laughs> What if we are forced to sit at the table due to circumstances? How would we conduct ourselves? How would we conduct ourselves? I'm going to talk about a very um, similar topic uh, for the Soul Sanctuary podcast this Tuesday, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm going to be live every Tuesday, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this is going to really be part of that discussion. I hope you guys show up for that. Um, it's definitely something that we need to, we need to begin kind of mulling it over. Uh, I don't know that I have all the answers. Um, I just have my perception and maybe if we come together and we all share our different perspectives, we can all together and individually begin to see the same situation from different viewpoints and, more efficiently come up with potential solutions that we can, you know, share with each other. This is a year where you're going to really be tested. How far are you willing to grow? You're limitless. You really truly are. You're limitless. Whatever you believe in is what you will limit yourself to. So a lot of people are like, you know, Emmy, you need to believe how, you know, important, powerful, all of these like nice sentiments and stuff. But I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. I think we're all important. We're all powerful. We all have our own purpose. None is more important or powerful than the other. We all serve our own purpose, right? And I don't know that I'm ever supposed to really fully understand that. I don't think that's part of my life lessons this year or any other year. I think, in my not knowing who and what I am, I don't have this concrete expectation of how far I can go. (laughs) You see how that serves me? I'm going somewhere. It's going to be far. I don't know where. I don't know what. I don't know when. I just know I'm moving. I'm trucking along, just trucking along. That's a beautiful thing. You know, people would say like, oh, Emmy, you're so humble. Am I humble or just clueless? (laughs) Who knows? I don't know that I'm humble. I don't know that I'm not. I'm confused about myself most of the time. And that's a powerful place to be because in that confusion, I'm gifted with the opportunity to explore this and that and everything in between. Well, let me share this with you. Years ago, someone was trying to argue with me on social media. And they were trying to shoehorn me into this argument. And how did they try and bait me? Well, then define God is what they said to me, right? You want me to define God? Well, God is undefinable. The moment you begin defining God is the moment you begin to limit God, which then it's no longer God. So then it's a loaded question. But I'll give you an answer anyways. You want me to define God? Simple. The everything, the nothing, and the spaces in between. So when I say I'm confused... Much of my life, I'm confused. Am I everything? Am I nothing? Am I the spaces in between? This is the exploratory journey of a lesser shard of God. Am I saying I am God? I say I come from God. I'm made of God. (laughs) I'm a part of God exploring itself through the limited view of this particular body. Does that mean I'm better than you because I'm aware of the fact that I come from God and made of God and willed into being by God? No, it means I think you're the same too. Come on now. Hello. Hello. That means you're the same thing too. Oh, my God. Really? You did not know. (laughs) Literally all of us are the same thing too. So we're supposed to be different. We're supposed to have some similarities with each other because we come from the same thing, but are we all the same person? No. That was never part of the plan. It's not supposed to be all the same person because then that's not efficient. And creation is about efficiency. Why do you think we evolve and lose certain parts of us? Did you know snakes still have like the residual leg bones? They're little tiny ones but it became more efficient to crawl on the ground. So it lost that. Ooh, someone, some people, not just one person, but some people are speculating, what if, it's gonna blow your mind, what if um, T-Rexes are actually wyverns? Winged dragons. (laughs) Like, why? Oh my God. We don't know. Emotions. Allow your emotions to guide you, but don't let it take control. Okay. Allow it to guide you, but don't let it take control. It's important for you to really just be in the process, be aware and logical while you're also allowing all the emotions. Just being a complete being is what I'm talking about. Whole being wellness is what I'm talking about. You can't be all logic. You can't be all emotion. You have to be this beautiful space where the two can dance together. A beautiful space where your parts can dance together. Celebration. It's time for you to celebrate yourself. You think life has buried you? You're the seed. Your tears are what water you. Everything in your life that's decayed is the soil that you grow from. It's beautiful potentialities that are waiting, waiting for you to get out of your own way. For some of us, it's this analogy of we want to landscape the garden. We want it to be low maintenance. So we're going to go ahead and take this ground covering and we're going to cover the ground and then we're going to put rocks on top. And although that might look beautiful, it absolutely blocks your seed from sprouting. But not always. The Rose That Grew From Concrete. Hold up. i got to hear this. <sighs> Did you hear about the rose that grew from a crack in the concrete? Proving nature's law is wrong, it learned to walk without having feet. Funny it seems, but by keeping its dreams, it learned to breathe fresh air. Long live the rose that grew from concrete when no one else ever cared. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's by Tupac Shakur, Tupac Amari Shakur. Society failed to recognize a prophet in their midst. It will be a very long time before we see another with cognitive function the way his was created. He was not a thug. He was a prophet, assimilated into his environment in the process of positive disintegration in order to lead the way out. that's why he was executed It was not gang stuff. I don't believe it was. It was not gang stuff. Just like John Lennon was not gang stuff. It was not a crazy fan. Just like Bob Marley getting shot. You know, all the prophets that come with a promise to lead the people out of the bondage of that land. Protect your prophets. They know the way home. Home. As in you. They help you find yourself and bring yourself back home to you. I tell you, protect your prophets. They know the way. Strength. You have the strength to overcome. You have the strength to learn to a degree you never thought you could. You have to. You have to find that strength and then you have to choose to use it. For strength is not strength unless it's being used. Self-worth. This is the year you find out what that worth is. For the people in your environment this year, they will show you how much they value you or show you how much disregard they have for you. The first time they show you, believe them and act accordingly you will not be sloppy seconds. You will not be stored in the pantry. You are an entire seven course meal from appetizer to dessert You are the everything, the nothing and the spaces in between. Not only are you the entire meal, you are the table and the banquet hall. You're also the servers and the cleanup crew. You are the chef and all your memories of all these things that have happened in your life. They are the guests. Time out. It's time to take a time out from the world that you live in. It's time to go deep within yourself. It's time to go as far into your truth as you have the courage to travel. You will not drown. You will not get lost, but you will become afraid. Why? Because these are parts of you that you have lost touch with for so long. And just like old lovers that you plan to meet again. You have that fear. You have that uncertainty. Where will this lead? How will this go? Will they think I've changed in a good way? Will they think I've changed in a bad? Will they still be in love with me? You know, someone once was like, Debating shadows with me. They're like, shadows are evil. Why would you say that? What is evil about a shadow? And I was so serious. Like, what is evil about a shadow? Well, because, I Emmy, mean, like, it's dark. Well, what's evil about darkness? I Emmy, mean, it's darkness. By definition, it's evil. No, darkness is just absence of light. Right. And light is good. Well, how do you know that? Well, because it's light. And I didn't want to say anything. I was just like, this makes no sense to me. And then they got irritated because I wouldn't agree, but I wouldn't say anything either. So they asked me point blank How could you not think darkness is not evil? Well, it's simple. I was grown in the sacred darkness of my mother's womb. How could I ever see darkness as evil? That was the first home I occupied before I came into this world. Every time when it's time for my body to repair itself, to rejuvenate, it needs complete darkness. Why do you think humans are are not nocturnal? Because at night, that's when your body repairs itself. How can darkness be intrinsically evil? And they didn't get it. They got frustrated, got irritated. And I said, listen, your shadow is like a puppy dog in love with you. It's the only thing in your entire life that will never leave your side. It will never leave your side. It will follow you everywhere and be present for every event every high, every low, every wish fulfilled, every time you're disappointed, it's there with you. Either at your feet or behind you, it's there with you. It's there with you. Has it ever harmed me? No. It follows me like a lovesick puppy. How could I ever, ever have hatred for something that loves me so much that it follows me through everything and never leaves my side? And if anyone wants to say, well, dark- your shadow's not there in the darkness of night. No, it's surrounded me, holding me right there beside me. how is that evil? It's not. It's what people do with their shadow. That field of intent is what creates that perception, human perception of evil. But guess what? You're more than just human. If you begin to see yourself as human and something else, something divine that transcends this life, You'll begin to understand maybe slowly at first but you'll begin to understand what some do for darkness it's allowed for the continuation of the light as well every dark thing every malicious intent that's been directed at me has also served me It served me all the times that people tried to shut me up and take me out of public view. And they tried real hard. What did that do? How did that serve me? People are like, oh, no, Emmy, they were just mean. How how are you going to excuse that? I'm not excusing that. They still have to be held accountable for what they did, the way they chose to treat me and malign me with zero provocation but it served me nonetheless, because guess what? It triggered this discomfort, which then triggered my stubbornness and my rebelliousness. You want me to shut up? Let me talk louder. You want me to disappear? Let me live stream every motherfucking day then. So in the end, my purpose always wins out. It always leads to my growth, a growth that's publicly witnessed because that too is part of my purpose, allowing for the unfoldment to be seen, giving you an inside glimpse into the chrysalis that births the butterfly. History speaks of the people who went through the metamorphosis from a consuming caterpillar to a liberated butterfly. But many of us don't know the journey that was taken between the egg that hatched the caterpillar and the chrysalis that birthed the butterfly. And maybe I'm giving myself too much importance at this point. But it feels like part of my purpose, my personal purpose, is to allow you that inside glimpse, the liquefication of the caterpillar, sacrificing my former form in exchange for a life with wings, One is not more important than the other. It's simply a process of transformation, transmutation. That's it. Going from one form to another. This is the year you have the opportunity to do that for yourself. Surrendering to the path laid before you. And what is that path? The path that leads to your spiritual wilderness. You're still within the confines of the nature reserve. You're still behind the gates. Put your boots on, get your day bag, get ready to exit and go into your wilderness. Mm -hmm. Walk your truth. Walk your truth. Awaken. I cringe whenever I hear people talk about how woke they are. <laughs> I just cringe. I just it it stands for something cringy to me at this point. So what term would we use? Aware instead of awaken, awareness. Allow yourself to expand your awareness. People make it a point to try and expand their consciousness. Consciousness is infinite. They're, they're, I mean, it's infinite. <laughs> you're, you're expanding something already infinite. That's, you know, I don't know if that's proper use of your time and effort. Awareness, though. Awareness is tied to the li- limitations of the consciousness you have as a human. Human consciousness serves as a membrane to hold that individuated identity of creation. That is what you expand, that awareness, that awareness of what you don't know. Not awareness of what you know so you can memorize and spew more of regurgitation and yada, yada, yada. No. So you can become aware of you don't know, of what you don't know. And as you become aware of what you don't know, you can then begin the process of choosing to get to know it more. And I promise you, when you go through this, you'll begin to realize how much you actually do not know. Because as you become aware of what you don't know, that awareness takes you to a higher level of awareness of what else you don't know and what else you don't know. That in itself is very humbling. It's a beautiful process. It's a very beautiful process the more i discover about myself and about the collective whole the more i become aware of how little we actually know about ourselves and about the collective whole and it doesn't diminish us instead it, it fills me with this hopefulness that there's still so much more to learn that society humanity civilizations our history our future our potentialities They have barely been explored. And if they've barely been explored, then we haven't even come to half of a half of a half of the potential solutions that will ease the suffering of humanity. We suffer by choice. We suffer by choice when we choose to not get out of our own way, when we choose not to receive, when we choose not to heed the guidance of soul, when we choose everything that we're not supposed to choose because we still need to learn, learn by choosing the opposite of what makes it easy, we choose our suffering. We choose our struggle. It's not a bad thing. It amplifies your capacity to learn. But if you choose not to understand not to observe that this is merely a process, all of that gets repeated. And then it truly becomes suffering instead of just the discomfort of expanding awareness. So, unconditional love. Unconditional love for self. Okay. You need to love yourself unconditionally. Unconditional love does not mean you make excuses for yourself. It does not mean that you have to be okay with the ways in which you feel you're falling short. As long as those standards that you are using to determine that you're falling short is based on what your soul is guiding you to, that's fine. It's just part of the process of self-awareness, self-realization, self-actualization, But the moment you begin determining your lack of worth, you falling short, based on other people's expectations of you, that's not going to be good. Cosmic connection. That cosmic connection is going to be amplified this year. Amplified between everyone in the collective whole as well as amplified between specific souls who are needing to be in communication with each other. La 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 la. Bow to your partner. La 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 la. I'm gonna get you guys a final card and then I'm gonna get going because I have to get going. Here it goes. Okay, so I'm going to pick something from Jesus. Jesus Enrique Rosas. Ooh. Completion. Whatever you were suffering through, from summer through winter, it's completed. You're just finishing out the last of it. It's completed. So... What gets completed energetically, it takes time to filter into the density of flesh and to be experienced in the density of that human consciousness, okay? So it's going to take maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple months for you to, to see how it truly did already finish. So card number seven, blood angel. In the midst of the darkness, a moon appeared with its brilliance. Sepping down from the clouds, it glanced at me. Like a falcon that hunts a bird and steals it away, it captured me and flew back to infinite space. As I looked for myself, I could not find me, for my body had become all soul in the tenderness of love. The nine spheres of heaven dissolved in that moon as a ship of my existence drowned in the sea of love. Do you dare place a limit on how much life you can contain? I pour of myself into your heart and invite you to become nothing and everything with me. Let us be the sunrise that greets a new day and the sunset that honors the dying of the day in radiant glory. Let us be the angel of light arising from darkness and the starburst in the awakening heart of a human. Be the moon at the back of my heart and the sun at the front of my heart be wordless and wise. Let us have nothing that we know for certain and be content. Let us be all and let us be nothing. Let us be. This is everything we've been talking about through this entire reading. The oracle of the blood angel comes to you with a particular message. You are being given the gift of more life. You may experience this as growth, expansion, more energy, more life force or divine electricity circulating through your system. The blood angel understands that in the gift of greater life, which enables the soul to live more of its essence, becoming a more palpable divine presence upon this earth, there are many unavoidable experiences. One of these is that there will be more sunsets to encounter the increase in your sunrises. there will be more sunsets to counter the increases in sunrises. There will be more endings in order to bring forth the fruition of new beginnings. This is about balance. When opening up to receive more, one needs to empty out what has been allowed for a new influx of energy. It's not about an exchange of equal measure, for you will receive according to the great generosity of life itself. And thus, even more shall be offered in compensation for what you are willing to release. However, release must take place. Balance is a natural law. The sunset makes way for a time of night that might be the darkness of grief or the stirring of unknown places within that only reveal themselves in the clarity the following morning being ready to endure the sunset and night to become ready to receive the sunrise and with more of it life is your divine task now. Why is this coming to you? You're ready for it. You've outgrown what has been and cannot satisfy your soul anymore. A part of you, your mind perhaps, may question whether or not you really want the change inherent in this oracle, divine gift or not. You may prefer that things remain the same. But what are you really wanting in that belief? Happiness? A sense of safety and security? Love? Remember that in any divine gift, no matter matter whether it seems to come at first through an obvious bestowal of grace, such as a wish coming true or a prayer being answered, or through a hidden grace of a loss or ending in our lives, there's always an offering of greater life within it. The blood angel tells you to not make yourself too small for what's happening in your soul and life now by holding on to what you know or holding on to what's better let go of. It may not be easy, but you will gain more trust in the divine, in you, in life, and greater power and heavenly play can and will flow through your soul into the world. The blood angel invites you to accept the genius of life and allow it to flow through you, circulating your divine light even more abundantly into the world around you. This oracle comes with a particular blessing of well-being and vitality. You have perhaps become tired or are well, but seek to engage in new projects or practices that will stretch or challenge you. The blood angel brings you the blessing of whatever energy is required to expand into where life is leading you. What the divine has instilled within your, uh, within your heart shall be financed with life force and energy so it may be brought to fulfillment, the financing of it. You may not understand how much is being placed into your account through that spiritual financing. I promise you, you can afford this cycle of growth. I promise you, You can afford this new emotional, mental, and spiritual house that your soul is planning to relocate you into. You have to just be willing for the movement. You have to allow for the flow. If not, you'll convince yourself you can't do it. And once you convince yourself, that's gonna be very hard, very, very hard to get yourself out of that comfortable place of discomfort. For many of us, we've become too accustomed, too desensitized to this place of suffering, this place of pain. You don't have to live there anymore. The spiritual financing will get you through it. You're not energetically bankrupt. You just choose to keep giving it away. So stop. Stop giving everything away. You were never asked to do that. Someone lied to you at some point and you believe the lie. The only thing you did wrong in this life is believe the lie. The lie of who people told you you are and the lie of what you can or cannot have. This is a sacred contract of human life. The journey shall be taken by the soul and there will be challenges and yet what is required for divine fulfillment will always be available. If you've been struggling with your energy levels or with emotional or psychological challenges more so than usual perhaps, then you're asked to complete a sacred honoring ritual. The reason for this is that your energy as you're going through growth and opening can become unstable for a time, more porous or vulnerable than usual. This is nothing to be concerned about, but you will benefit from more spiritual protection during this time. These rituals will assist you in gaining additional spiritual protection. If you need to take any particular action to bring yourself healing and wellness, Whatever spiritual rituals will help you become conscious of and ready for that action, simply through life experiences and internal wisdom when the time is right, is most appropriate for you now. You get to choose how you do this. You can do it through prayer, through meditation, um, magical practice if that's what you do. This is for your growth. Magic is not intrinsically evil. It's a part of you. Anything you do with malicious intent is evil. It's not the action, it's the intention that creates evilness. Don't be afraid to tap into who you are, to help yourself heal, to help yourself grow, to help yourself become more of who you are. Because who you truly are is the actual gift you came into this life to bring to humanity. Not the fakeness, not the facade, but the truth of who you actually are. That is the gift, not the packaging. It was never about the packaging. So, these changes, 2022... Make them something great. I say make them something great and not something easy. Because greatness, true greatness, it must be worked for. It must be earned. It must be created with your own hands, forged from the flames of your truth. You have the ability You have the authority to make this the most amazing year of your life. However that amazingness presents itself, that's really up to you. If you think the best year of of your life is simply about money. um, Now I'm not rich. But I know a lot of people who are. That money never made them happy. It just made it easier to afford the distractions that kept them from realizing how unhappy they've been. And when you can afford a lot of distractions, some people will be like, well, at least I can afford to be distracted. Yeah um can you spiritually afford the cost of the compaction of that unattended to matter that's how you experience spiritual bankruptcy i would rather be spiritually rich than financially this is the year i take the time to process my life This is the year I allow myself to truly blossom, not just show you the buds that are growing, but allow you to witness the opening of those buds. This is the year I choose me. I deserve that, you deserve that. I'm not just gonna show up, I'm gonna actually be. From this point on, decisions will be made based on one singular question. How does this further or support my truth and my purpose? Nothing to do with money. My truth and my purpose, the reason I was born. Does this support and further the growth and development of the reason I came into this life? If it doesn't, I have no time, energy, or attention for it. If it does, I will sit with it in stillness for as long as I need to. I will invest in me. I will invest in my growth. And investing in me and my growth, I'll have more to share with the world. And when I have more to share with the world, I better serve the purpose I came into this life to serve. let's set an intention. May everything we need to grow find us in perfect time and measure. May every connection that supports our growth with compassion, dignity, and grace be allowed to grow up our walls and meet us in the tower we've locked ourselves into May their presence entice us to come out, lay in the sun and the truth, and just. It's a beautiful life I see. It's a beautiful, full life that I see, a life of complex simplicity a life of simple complexity, a life that I was personally created to be able to handle, not just carrying a load, but to wield it with intent and accuracy. It's no longer enough for me this year to be able to wield something. I have to be able to wield it with accuracy, not as a weapon, But a specialized tool we're building something amazing not just me all of us together because i would not have been able to grow in the way i have this year without your presence that's just the reality of it without your presence without your encouragement without you quietly holding space as i quietly disappeared unexpectedly i would not have been able to grow and expand without you making me feel so safe to be myself. That's how important we all are to each other. I'm nothing more than a representation of what we are to each other. It's never about me. It's always about us, the way we grow and what I stand for. And what do I stand for? The potentiality of us, of us. I simply go through things before you so you can understand. We can make it out the other side no matter how difficult. No matter how difficult, I always make it out through the other side. So will you. You're afraid? Okay. Do it anyways. Get to the other side anyways. Promise you. If you do that, if you believe me, if you trust what I say and you push through, as soon as you get to the other side, the fear disappears. That fear is gone. It's gone. The longer you sit in idleness, the longer you marinate in that fear. This is not about rushing. This is about moving with intent. This is about considering what you're experiencing, acknowledging the fear and continuing that dynamic movement anyways. This is the year you learn how to do that. This is the year you master that skill. How powerful is that? I gotta get going guys. I hope you guys, I hope you guys have a, not even, how would I put it? I'll put it in the way I did on Facebook. I hope this is the year you fall in love with your petals and your thorns. They're both the most beautiful parts of you. Your petals and your thorns. Please give this video a thumbs up if you haven't already subscribed. Please do subscribe, turn on that notification bell. Join me when I'm live. Please put in the calendar, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, every Tuesday. I'm coming live, you guys. And in the next few days, please look out for an announcement. I will begin announcements for quite a few projects associated with the Soul Sanctuary podcast. I do have the website up. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. I've owned the website, thesoulsanctuary.love, since like, I think, 2017. It's now 2022. It only took me five years. (laughs) It only took me five years. Why am I sharing this? However, long it takes you to develop the maturity to be able to do whatever it is you need to do, it's valid. It's on time. I could have never done this five years ago. I didn't have the courage. And I didn't have the maturity. Everything happens in perfect time. There's never any waste. Never. So y'all look for me on all social media platforms. Join my Facebook My Facebook group, Uh, the Facebook group is a private group. You can share so much of yourself there. No one can share it out. It's a private group to protect you, make you feel safe. It's really, I want it to be a sanctuary for you where you can share of your spiritual journey, the things that you've struggled with, concepts you're curious about. So many of us feel so unsafe asking questions that will help us to grow. Not in the sanctuary. On Facebook, I'm Soul Sanctuary, the Soul Sanctuary podcast. On, I believe, all other social media, I'm Soul Sanctuary 23. Soul Sanctuary 23. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm on YouTube now, too. I just haven't put anything up there. (laughs) So join me on all of that. Lots of projects coming. If you would like to be a contributor for the website, the soul sanctuary.love, uh, you want to write some articles, share information, whatever it is, go to that website, shoot me an email. There's a form on there. You can shoot, share whatever you want. And we take everything into consideration. This Soul Sanctuary, I'm starting it. But we're running it together. That's why it's a soul sanctuary. It's not the Emmy sanctuary. It's the soul sanctuary. It's our place. It's our sacred space where we can come together and lend each other the courage to continue expanding, to continue our expansion of our awareness I'm very excited for what this year will bring all of us. I'm finally not afraid, like really, really not afraid. I know I just said like, there was no way I was gonna do it earlier and everything's on time, but I also have to acknowledge Thank you guys for waiting. Thank you guys for waiting until I could find the courage to do what I said I would do on a soul level. I always make good on my promises, but sometimes it takes me some time. (laughs) I'm ready, truly ready with no resistance and I hope that inspires you to be truly ready and not resist your life your growth and your rise I'll see you guys tomorrow